very scary CBC story yesterday that caught my eye. The headline is, anyone with a pulse can pass. Semi-training driving tests in Canada are too easy. And instructors agree. This is written by a guy named uh, Reg Lewis, who's a driving instructor in Swift Current. Chris reached out to him. He said, hey, I've said all I needed to say. But basically, he says that driving instructors out in Saskatchewan are knowingly sending hundreds of ill-prepared semi-trailer drivers onto Canada's highway. It says basically uh, most of the students who take the test last year, 73% of them passed on their first try. There is no mandatory driving training. So... The majority of the students may be paid to take a week or so of training. And uh, in some cases, 200 of them took no training at all. And once they pass, then they are free to get on our roads and, uh, you know, come here and drive among us. That's scary to me. You know, I expect when I'm passing those drivers on the 401 in trucks in big rigs that they're professional drivers. Is that the case? Maybe not. We're joined now by uh, Guy Broderick, who is a truck driver, was involved with drafting the mandatory entry-level driver training curriculum that was instated last year in our province. We became the first province with any training that's mandatory, and you have to take a minimum of 103 hours or roughly three weeks of training uh, in order to even attempt at your semi-license. Guy, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Kelly. Thank you for uh, having us uh, talk about our problems that we have. Here. My apologies to you off the top. Chris just informed me that it's Guy. So. Yes, it is. The French way. Okay. Je excuse. <laughs> Hopefully I said that correctly. Clearly, I'm an Anglophone. <laughs> Guy, I want to talk to you about this. Uh, does this worry you at all when you find out what's going on in Saskatchewan? It worries me because it's not only happening in Saskatchewan. It's happening in various provinces across Canada. Ontario is the really the first jurisdiction in North America to implement a program like MELT, and it was high time that it was coming. Um, I do all the road testing and driver training here at uh, my company, Apps Transport, and one of the things that I've noticed over the years is drivers are so ill-prepared when they get into this industry. They've gone to these fly-by-night schools, and they've paid that $500, and some of them even charge. I remember we had one school that used to post their signs on our front lawn, $500 for 10 one-hour lessons. Well, I've been driving a trailer for almost uh, just over 32 years, and there's no way you can learn everything that you need to know in 10 one-hour lessons. Now, that was... previous to July 1st of last year. Now, in Ontario, we have MELT, which is called Mandatory Entry-Level Training, which basically sets a minimum standard for all licensed schools to teach you to become a tractor-trailer driver. Now, that 103 hours, that's just the driving part. It's actually around 115 and a half hours when you include your air brake training. When you talk to somebody that's going to take uh, lessons, what what do you find is the uh, most shocking thing to them when they first get into the cab of a truck? How little the training that some of these drivers have. But what about if I was to say, hey, uh, Guy, I want to learn how to drive a semi, and I came to you for my uh, instruction. I've been driving a car for a long, long time, and I feel that I'm a pretty good driver. I'm even, I drive standard. I drive a stick. So what am I going to find most shocking when I step into that cab? 
there's tons of things from uh, when you say you, you know how to drive a standard. Well, trucks can be automated transmissions, which most fleets are these days, but then there's a huge amount of fleets in Canada that are standard transmissions. And we're not talking a five-speed or a six-speed. We're talking 18 gears here, right? Plus, you're also hauling weights. Like, the average tractor-trailer can weigh 100,000 pounds, and that's the truck, trailer, and the load combined, Right, that's a little bit more than pulling your standard utility trailer up to 400. So then you have to take in mind uh, that you're not going to have the same stopping uh, time, stopping distance. Your range of motion is different. Everything is different. I could take you for a ride in a truck, and you would be shocked at everything that a professional driver has to be looking at on a daily basis. Oh, I, I believe it. And what I am shocked about is the fact that in Saskatchewan, you can just pass. Uh, yeah. A written test and a driving test. You don't have to take any training at all. That that freaks me out because those drivers are then free to take a load of maximum weight anywhere in Canada, uh, all the way to Toronto. Yeah, it's it's pretty scary when you take a look at not only it's not only their driving skill, but it it's their skill knowledge on basically doing a pre-trip. It's mandatory in Canada that we do a pre-trip and a post-trip on our equipment. You'd be amazed at how many drivers I had come through our door that cannot even pass a simple pre-trip instruction. What is that? It's basically where you're checking everything that could come apart on the truck, everything from checking all your wheel nuts, checking your fifth wheel, your trailer, the trailer floor, the steering mechanism, your leaf springs, your air ride system, your, your cab mounts, your door, various things on the engine. And I've had so many people come through our doors wanting to do a road test, and they say to us, oh, I have so many years' experience. We walk out to the truck. First of all, you can tell within the first five minutes walking to a truck how a person's being trained by the way they open the hood, right, with guys that are opening the hood from the side, letting it slam forward. You know that they haven't been trained properly. When they're looking all over the engine for the engine oil dipstick, there's only so many engine manufacturers out there. They all place that dipstick on the same side of the motor. And I've had drivers just baffled walking all around the engine, not wanting, looking for the right place for the dipstick. I had a driver just the other day, just the other day, comes to us. He's got his license for four years, so he would have been pre-light, pre-melt in his training. I'm not kidding you. Out of the uh, 40 lug nuts that we had on the truck, he only touched three. Three. And we all know what happens when uh, one of those wheels go flying off. Exactly. Exactly. So bringing the training standards up to a much higher level, I commend uh, Ontario, the MTO, the OTA, various other people that participated in that development of the MELT program because... Prior to July 1st last year, the drivers that were going through these licensing mills, it was unbelievable, unbelievable. In Saskatchewan, this this fellow that was talking to the CBC for this story said that he wants mandatory training. He, He says, I want a tougher exam. And for those that pass, I also want restrictions on load size or distance for their first few months on the road. Do we do that here in Ontario, restrict the load size or distance when you first pass? There isn't a distance issue right? But uh, for a load issue, if you look at the way the MELT program was designed, it was basically designed for not being a specialized carrier, 
or, or a specialized driver. So that means somebody that's not driving a float trailer, somebody that's not driving something that's oversized, something that's extremely high in weight. Why are uh, provincial governments reluctant to impose a mandatory training? I would love to have the answer to that question. I don't, un- I don't understand why. It's, it's clear and simple. All the, when you, if you sat in on our committee meetings that we had planning melt, when you sat there and talked with people from the insurance industry in Canada, from truck training industry in Canada, as well as members of the OTA, we all had the same criteria. We all had the same kind of philosophy. And this needs to be spread across the country. Should trucking companies take it upon themselves? You know, we hear that the trucking company responsible, it was a very small one for that Humboldt uh, Broncos accident, just uh, hugely tragic, uh, just only weeks ago. Uh, you know, they, they're just beside themselves, just uh, upset. But should they make it mandatory, their, their training? The way we do it here at my company the way most trucking companies are, they do have incredible rigid standards for a road test, incredible rigid standards for a pre-trip test. And that's after someone has gone through training. Like, It doesn't matter if someone's been driving 20 years. If they don't pass our pre-trip, they don't go out with us, period. We have a set standard that we don't want those drivers driving our equipment that have issues like that where they can't even pass a pre-trip part of a road test. Well, hopefully things will change in uh, Saskatchewan because I know that the uh, Minister Joe Hargrave uh, that is... uh that's their uh, insurance minister out there is is saying that they might make some changes, but uh, not soon enough for people on the 401 on a daily basis when we know those trucks could be coming from anywhere in Canada. Should we not expect that that truck drivers and semi drivers are treated differently than, you know, just somebody who gets a license for their car? Because shouldn't we hold them to a higher standard? Should we bring back the idea that these people are professionals? They should be professional drivers. Years ago, I've had my license for almost 33 years. And in that time, back then, truck driving was looked upon very differently. Now, the OTA, Trucking HR Canada, the Ontario College of Trades, we are all working together to bring that standard of truck driving up because it is, it is an incredible career to have mm-hmm. for someone young and old, but it is one of those careers that it is, people just have this mindset, oh, I jump in the truck and I drive from Toronto to Vancouver, and that's it. Well, they're not looking at the fact of the training that's involved to get you into that driver's seat. That's one part of it. Try driving through northern Ontario. Try driving across the prairies in the wintertime. Try driving through the Rocky Mountains in British Columbia and Alberta. That is something that not the average person can do. It really takes somebody who has a a panache to do something like that, but they also need to be have a successful career in the trucking industry. You need to have that proper training behind you. Is, That's the key to success. Is part of this the fact that we think you know we're thinking of it as a job now? It's not a career. I remember we used to drive to Florida, and my dad would you know often follow the big trucks because he'd say they're the professional drivers. That's exactly, and that's the way I was brought up. My father, I remember taking road trips to Wisconsin through northern Ontario with my parents, and my father would say the same thing. He would say the exact same thing. You can always count on a driver to pull over to help, everything like that. But 
unfortunately today people don't look at drivers at that level. And that that I could tell you stories where it's a whole other story, but I could tell you stories where shippers don't respect what drivers do. Well, you know what? We're going to have to have you back on again because I, I love somebody that can tell me a good story and especially one of those stories that, you know, could curl your toes so that we can then get some reaction and get everybody on the same page as well as, you know, uh, as far as being informed is uh, so that we can all be safe as, as possible. And if we need to rattle some cages and get the province or, you know, the feds to do something, then, hey, as long as we're informed, then we can better rattle that cage. That's exactly it. Information is gold. Really appreciate your time today, Guy. No problem. Thank you for calling. All right. Have a great day. Bye-bye. That is Guy Broderick. He's a driver training uh, supervisor with the uh, AAPS Transportation Group, APPS Transportation Group.